Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone, passion for excellence, and by Dow Automotive Systems, innovations for clean powertrain solutions. It is Wednesday, April 13th, 2011. Welcome to another installment of AutoLine Daily. I'm Rod Maloney, business editor at WDIV Local 4 News in Detroit. Across town and around the world, here is what's happening in the automotive industry. Last week, the White House and Congress agreed to a budget cut that avoided government shutdown. Unfortunately for the auto industry, several programs were part of that cut. According to the Detroit News, over $400 million was trimmed from an energy department program that funds vehicle research. Another program that's aimed at help automakers retool in order to build advanced vehicles had $10 million in administrative cost cut. This was a program that was already under fire for taking too long to hand out loans and cutting administrative costs will probably just make matters worse. The budget deal also gets rid of the so-called car czar, but this is somewhat meaningless because no one currently holds that position. A few weeks back, we reported that GM and Chrysler were in a dispute with a car hauling company, which led to a delay in vehicle shipments. Now Detroit automakers are having trouble delivering vehicles by rail due to a shortage of freight cars. According to the Wall Street Journal, railroad operators stored cars and cut staff during the recession, but now that demand's picked up. And it's taking anywhere from a few days to a few weeks for dealers to get their new cars. Because of this, automakers are being forced to store thousands of cars near the plants around the country. Things are definitely getting better in the auto business, and you can really feel it. According to the Detroit Free Press, a report from CAR, that's the Center for Automotive Research, says the industry could add some 35,000 jobs by 2015. Good news to be sure, but that's a far cry from the 230,000 jobs that were eliminated between 2000 and 2009. The report estimates most of that hiring will be here in Michigan, which has been ravaged over the past 10 years. In related news, GM is investing $100 million and adding 30 jobs at its plant in Rochester, New York. That upgrade will allow it to purchase new machine tools so it can produce the next generation small block engine. In a move that should make T. Boone Pickens proud, Bloomberg reports Chrysler is actively developing vehicles powered by compressed natural gas. They could hit the U.S. market by 2017. Fiat already offers an array of CNG cars in Europe, so it shouldn't be that difficult to bring the technology home to North America. Right now, Honda is the only automaker that sells natural gas vehicles to retail customers. BMW has hired the lead engineer in the development of the Chevy Volt. According to the Detroit Free Press, Frank Weber will be in charge of BMW's vehicle architecture and integration. In addition to working on the Volt, Weber ran product planning for Opel and Vauxhall. Now for some product-related stories. The New York Auto Show starts next week. There should be a lot of exciting stuff there, but Lexus couldn't wait. It revealed its LF-GH hybrid concept early. It's a four-door sedan with an aggressive design. Other than that, details are pretty sketchy. The company hasn't even shown the interior yet, so you're going to want to stay tuned for more. Cadillac is giving the SRX crossover a nice performance boost by dropping its 3.6-liter V6 engine under the hood. With direct injection, it delivers an estimated 300 horsepower, not too shabby. It's also flex fuel capable, which means it can run on E85. Look for upgraded SRXs at dealerships this summer. Pricing has not been announced. And finally, Chrysler may be hot right now by its having more than its fair share of trouble with fires. Yesterday we told you about a Dodge Durango that burst into flames while pulling a parade float. 
And uh, in China, also, they had to halt sales of the Jeep Wrangler because of a fire. Well, today, Autoblog reports a Challenger went up in smoke on the assembly line in Brampton, Ontario. Luckily, this time, it is not Chrysler's fault. Apparently, a heat lamp got too close to some paperwork, and, well, you can see the result. Ouch. Well, coming up next, we're going to tackle some of your questions and comments. That's right, it's time for another edition of You Said It. Introducing Bridgestone's third generation of run-flat tires with groundbreaking new Bridgestone technologies. Bridgestone run-flat tires offer improved ride comfort, lower rolling resistance, and improved wear while giving you the peace of mind and comfort you need. And now it's time for some of your feedback. Every day, you, our loyal audience, share all kinds of comments and questions with us. You said it gives John, or in this case me, a chance to respond. First up, G.A. Brannigan commented on last week's episode of AutoLine, show number 1515, which focused on distracted driving. He wrote, hands-free Bluetooth devices are around or inexpensive compared to a ticket. I make and answer calls without taking my hands off the wheel, no problem. And it's even safer than talking to a passenger when you take into account the inadvertent looking at said passenger. Common sense folks, try it. It's easy, end quote. Well, I agree with you, GA. I've got a Bluetooth headset. I use it all the time. It's a lot easier and safer than fumbling around trying to answer the phone, especially if I'm behind the wheel. If you haven't tried one, they are truly great. Now, frequent commenter T.J. Martin also shared his two cents on the issue. Quote, my future cell phone is right here and now, an iPhone left in the off position until I'm in a damn good mood or out of the car to answer it. Amazing how effective voicemail can be. Of course, that's another option. I'm not sure I like it as much as the Bluetooth, but certainly an option. HTG, Herman the German, had some interesting things to say about Volkswagen's latest sedan. He said, quote, Call me a chubby chaser, but those Jettas look real pretty a-jiggling down the road. You guys crack me up. Herman V-Dub made the Jetta a little bit bigger, but it's not that much bigger. And I agree, it's a pretty sharp-looking car, if maybe a little bit boring. The prolific Pedro Fernandez saw our report a few days ago about the cricket team in India winning the Sports World Cup. He wrote, quote, I read that the Indian cricket team was supposed to get Tatas, but when they threatened to quit the team, they changed to Hyundai. <laughs> harsh words, Pedro. Harsh words indeed. That being said, the Verna does look like a much nicer car than the rickshaw-grade Nano. Salvador G. had a few things to say about my commentary from yesterday. Rod Maloney, I think you're a bit too early to start singing the praises for a company, let alone Sergio Marchioni, after news of spontaneous Durango combustion and the Chinese government, of all things, suspending sales of the spontaneous Jeep Wrangler combustions. Come back with those praises in three to four years, and we'll see. Well, I'll tell you what. You're right. Three to four years is a much better way to look at this. However, Let's remember a couple of things. First of all, GM had a steering wheel fall off a cruise last week. BMW had gas tank recalls this year. It's not like recalls or anything unusual. We'll also remember that Cerberus wanted to sell Chrysler to the government for a buck. Okay, Sergio Marchione did his best Mary Shelley impression and raised the corpse of Chrysler from the dead. Okay. What he has done is amazing. We wouldn't even be talking about the possibility of Chrysler in three to four years if, in fact, he hadn't come along. I think he's done a very good job, and I'm going to stand by what I said. Lastly, Lex wanted to know if we had any free tickets to the New York Auto Show. Unfortunately, you're on your own for that one. 
<laughs> we just don't have any. As always, thank you for your questions and your comments. We really appreciate getting them. And with that, we're across the finish line for today. Once again, I'm Rod Maloney, business editor at WDIV Local 4 News here in Detroit. I invite you to check out us on the air or online. Visit our website, clickondetroit.com, for the latest news and the best local coverage. Again, that's clickondetroit.com or Channel 4 if you're in our broadcast area here in Metro Detroit. Thanks for watching, guys. I'll see you around.